Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Awaken your senses with a curiously refreshing Hendrix Cucumber Lemonade. Curious how? Cue the aroma. Marvelous. Cue the taste. Magnificent. Cue the cucumber. That's the refreshing secret. Hendrix is uncommonly crafted with cucumbers, roses, artistry, and imagination. Other gins are ordinary, but Hendrix is refreshingly curious. Discover Hendrix Gin cocktail recipes at HendrixGin.com. Please drink the unusual responsibly. Hendrix Gin, 44% alcohol by volume. Bottled and imported by William Grant & Sons, New York, New York. Copyright 2024. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Oliver Condit, the editor of BBC Music Magazine, and welcome to the BBC Music Podcast. You can buy a copy of the magazine at your local newsagents or download our app to your iPad, Kindle Fire or Android tablet. And for the latest music news and more, head to our website at classical-music.com. This week, I'm joined in the BBC Music Magazine studio by Jeremy Pound, the deputy editor, and Rebecca Franks, the reviews editor, for First Listen, our monthly slot where we rate an important new release. This month, we've selected the two-CD set Bursts of Acclamation, a collection of music by Vaughan Williams written either specifically for the organ or subsequently arranged for it by various composers and arrangers. So is this a well-tuned album, as rounded as a fine set of English diapasons, or are there the proverbial wheezings and ciphers lurking within? Let's hear the uh, arrangement that David Briggs has made of Vaughan Williams' Overture to the Wasps. Thank you. 
So that was um, an arrangement of Vaughan Williams's Overture to the Wasps, uh, arranged by David Briggs and performed by David Briggs on the organ of Sacred Heart Church in Wimbledon. And that's on this two CD set on the Albion Records label of uh, organ music by Vaughan Williams. Uh, Rebecca, there's a lot of it, isn't there? Two CDs, um, over 120 minutes of Vaughan Williams. Tell us a little bit about, bit about the variety that we've got here. That was my very first thought, actually, is, wow, this is a lot of Vaughan Williams organ music, um, as you say, over two discs. And I did sort of start to think at first, can it be, is this going to be an enjoyable sort of listening experience overall? Or is it so many small pieces? Is it going to be one that's more, if you're an organist, this is a great reference place. Um, when you delve a little bit further, you, actually, it's a lot of transcriptions. So I was quite surprised, actually, very few of the pieces are original Vaughan Williams and a lot of transcriptions by other composers and organists, some which are more effective than others. I think that Wasps that we've just heard is works really well, actually. It's one of my, my favourite moments on the disc. Mm. And I'm not entirely sure that Vaughan Williams was the most willing of organists, actually, despite the fact it says in the notes that we may come away from this set thinking that Vaughan Williams loved the organ than we thought. Actually, I'm not entirely sure, Jeremy, that he was he was sort of someone who was going to be destined for the loft. No, ironically, the, the notes actually sort of self-defeat themselves here because um, they say this, but then early on they explain how he was kind of spent a lot of his time unwillingly up in the organ loft. He did it to make money. He wasn't actually, to, his, to earn his living, he wasn't actually that keen on it by the sound of it. And actually, when you look at the amount of work he wrote for the organ, there's not an awful lot of it which actually wrote originally for the organ itself. And I would, I would say that some, some of it's quite charming, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's the kind of music that you would expect to hear before a wedding, um, you know, even before the entrance of the bride, you know, before a service, before the entrance of the, of the priest and the, and the choir, you know, the kind of almost, dare I say it, dirty music, um, but very well written and quite solidly written uh, and, and yeah, enjoyable if you're in that frame of mind. There is. There were bits where I actually very much felt like I was sitting in a church pew waiting for something to happen. There was some rather lovely, soft, muffled sort of palette of organ music going on in the background. Very enjoyable, not which necessarily... Which is fine, but, but don't go expecting kind of the same sort of thing which you got from some of Vaughan Williams' contemporaries, such as Howells, for instance, or Brewer or Sumption or people like that. <laughs> yes, I mean, placed next to people like Howells, I think I think you're looking at a different beast altogether. But I would say hiding in amongst the, the slightly lesser known pieces are some really fine pieces. I mean, I very much enjoyed the Prelude and Fugue in C minor, which ends the first CD. And I, I wonder why that wasn't put at the front of the disc, really, to show off Vaughan Williams as the, the organ composer before we get into all these arrangements and I think some of the other arrangements work very very well indeed I think the the slow movement to the London Symphony works very very well um Perhaps it was a movement that was, in fact, improvised on the organ, as they suggest, as these notes suggest. And I very much also liked the um, the transcriptions, which had a sort of viola sonority, and the viola was one of, you know, it was Vaughan Williams's instrument. And actually, I think, you know, the carol and the musette from the suite for viola and the, the movement from the fantasy quintet, which is a sort of very viola kind of sound world, that worked really well, actually, I thought, on the organ. Worth pointing out that the transcriptions, too, are a mix of some by uh, Vaughan Williams's own contemporaries, such as as a number by Henry Lay, who was working at the same time as Vaughan Williams. So they were actually from... They were friends, yes. So they would have obviously had Vaughan Williams's own sort of stamp of approval, one imagines. And then you have the later ones, like the David Briggs transcription we've just heard of the Overture to the Wasps, and also Fantasia on a theme by Thomas Tallis, which was recently completed by um, Peter Beersley, who's not the, the old Newcastle footballer, but a US organist. So why don't we hear a clip from the opening of the um, Talis Fantasia arranged by Peter Beardsley. 
that was the opening from uh, the Fantasia on a Theme by Thomas Tallis, uh, transcribed by Peter Beardsley, played by David Briggs on this new CD of Vaughan Williams' organ music. Um, Rebecca, it's it sort of works, this Fantasia, doesn't it? The opening is very promising. I wonder whether it's to do with the organ itself, whether it's to do with the fact that it's a transcription for organ, when in fact, actually, the piece was written for string orchestra and string quartet in the vast, you know, caverns of, of Gloucester Cathedral. I mean, does it work for you? I have to say, it doesn't really. I, this was the first piece that I headed to on on the whole programme, actually, because I, I love, you know, I love the original. Um, and I thought it would work well. I thought it would work well as an organ transcription because there's an organ-like quality to, the, to that writing and that ancient quality and, you know, the liturgical setting and everything, background. Um, but for some, some reason, it didn't have that space. It didn't have, you know, the, the ethereal strings, the delicate pizzicato. It just didn't have that magic for me, yeah, actually, I'm afraid. <laughs> and actually, some, some organs would have the ethereal strings, I think, and probably slightly more delicate pedal notes, dare I say it. I mean, I wonder, I mean, given this organ doesn't, as far as I can see, it doesn't have any connection with Vaughan Williams, whether this piece would have been better off performed on a, a slightly larger instrument in a larger acoustic. I don't know. I mean, it never envelops you, does it, this piece? And you, it starts off, this actually might be quite good, and then five minutes later you think it's not actually going anywhere. It just doesn't, for some reason it doesn't flow, it doesn't envelop you in the same way as the, as the original. Mm. Brilliantly played, though. I mean, I you cannot fault David's playing. I mean, he's he's a superb artist. And, and actually, for anyone who's heard his transcriptions, particularly of the Mahler symphonies, will we'll know that he has a particular sensitivity and a sensibility for, uh, for orchestral transcriptions. As he opera. shows, actually, later on with the slow movement from the London Symphony, which is, I think is one of the highlights of the disc, where he really does master the orchestral sound in organ form. So that was an extract from the slow movement from the London Symphony, transcribed by Henry Lay and performed brilliantly by David Briggs. And I think, as we just said, one of the one of the best uh, examples of sort of the the, the arranged um, side of of, of Vaughan Williams' organ music on these two discs. Um, but there are, of course, uh, pieces written specifically for the organ, including, as composers, as these notes say, are often asked to do, write. Um, music for the weddings of their friends and I think this is a, an example of that and I wouldn't say it's the most inspired work would you Jeremy? Um, no well there's, there's three which are for friends there's the wedding tune for Anne and then there's wedding canon for Nancy and there's the Passacalia on BGC which is the notes BGC repeated again and again and again and actually as Passacalias go doing one on three notes does tend to tire pretty quickly <laughs> So it's, mercifully, it's quite short, which is the I one think, that I think has Nancy going and for Anne it. got the better deal. <laughs> I think Nancy and Anne got the better deal. Well, should we hear Nancy or Anne? I which think so. Let's hear Nancy. Let's hear Nancy.
So that was uh, wedding canon for Nancy. Um, not the most inspired wedding canon for Nancy, but I, but I, you know, charming enough. I think. Um, I think. I think that the most charming of all are the three preludes founded on Welsh hymn tunes, um, of which Rosie Mehr, I think, is the most beautiful. Um, set as a perennial uh, uh, grade five or six organ work, but I think it's it's a very charming work, and I think it's worth hearing here. So that was an extract from Vaughan Williams's Rosie Merdra, one of three preludes founded on Welsh hymn tunes. Um, rounding off the entire collection is uh, work that uh, a lot of people will know. Um, the final of the final work in the five mystical songs, the antiphon Let All the World. Um, I think a particularly fine uh, way to end this collection, I think. Well, absolutely. It's the most sort of upbeat of all the works on the whole double set. And as you say, it's a piece which many people know, and many of us enjoyed seeing it in its original form. And it's a, it's a good kind of uplifting finale. So that was an extract from uh, Let All the World uh, in Every Corner Sing, performed by David Briggs on the organ of Sacred Heart Church, Wimbledon. So it's time for some scores. Four bursts of acclamation. Rebecca, out of ten, please. This is a really difficult one, because if it was just on the performance alone, I'd probably give it a, an eight or a nine. But... As it is, a lot of this music, it's not, you know, it's a bit of a mixed bag, really. And some of it I've thought was very interesting and some of it not so much at all. So I think on balance, I will give it seven. Seven. You'd say for completists only, I suppose. As they say. As they say in the reviews. <laughs> Jeremy. Yes, um, this is the sort of double disc set for which the CD player skip uh, button was invented. <laughs> Some of the stuff is just wonderful, which I'd love. To, I am going to listen to again and again. But then a lot of the music here is, in my humble opinion, fairly forgettable. As a result, I am going to give it an overall mark of six out of ten. Six. I have to say, there's something that I meant to bring up in the main. Um, conversation in that the the notes infuriated me i have to say i'm afraid um i know it's great to put the works in chronological order but when you have the works 
in in entirely different order on the actual CDs themselves. It makes looking up the history to each particular work impossible. Um, so that um, doesn't necessarily go against the score, but I think it's worth saying. Um, I enjoyed the playing. I enjoyed the selections. I'd actually like to give this 8 out of 10 because I thought the playing was superb. I know it's for what they'd say aficionados only and that sort of thing, but I think a lot of people will appreciate um, a lot of musical holes being plugged, I think, in this collection. I think David Briggs has done a great service, I think, to English church organ music, even if it's not the most valuable set um, of organ music out there. So that will give us uh, a nice, neat average of 7 out of 10. So that brings us to the end of this month's first listen. Do uh, tune in next month when we'll be discussing another important new release. Goodbye. 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 Thank you for listening to this BBC Music Magazine podcast, which was produced in our Bristol studio by Jack Fletcher. For more of our podcasts, visit our website at classical-music.com or simply head to iTunes.